everybody. Merry Christmas from the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm Matt Michaels along with Sin City Steve, Rob Butzleri, and Captain America, John the Honorary Bad Boy. And we are here to uh, just have a little Christmas fun. Uh, we got a couple uh, things that we're going to talk about here. And the first thing we're going with is who made santa's nice list all right since city steve who's on the nice list well you know i love a redemption arc absolutely love a redemption arc and after being such a detestable heel for his entire career and yes you're gonna know exactly where i'm going with this this individual turned this individual turned babyface in 2023 and, you know, this person has been miles better in the role than anyone, even myself, could have expected. Um, this individual was such a smarmy, shitbag heel. Most people didn't think he had it in him. And uh, he actually showed his versatility and the ability to put an entire company on his back and carry it through a very dark period. And yes, the absolute irony of putting a Jewish guy on a Christmas list is not lost on me. MJF is on the nice list. Roy Vashmir with the compliments. You're a mensch. You're a real mensch. I mean, Christmas and Hanukkah intersect some years. Hey, so, yeah. There you go. There you go. You didn't hoist him up on the chair this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the it's it's a great point. Uh, you know, MJF has uh, definitely shown that uh, he is going to be uh, a wonderful addition to WWE when he goes there. <laughs> All right, okay, well, well, before they throw quarters at him at WWE. <laughs> you know, I Triple mean, H is ready. Uh, you know. Uh, that type of shit wouldn't surprise me. You know, Triple H does stand for Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Hanukkah. So. <laughs> it's time to play the dreidel game. <laughs> Did you it's make it out of clay? <laughs> we don't have All quarters right. here. Vince only got you dimes. Oh, shit. Well, uh, you know, speaking of Rob, uh, who you got on your nice list? I know Super Jew is going to be on the list, and he deserves to be. Um, well, I'm fine. going to go with Eli L.A. Knight Drake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like what they did. Yeah. They, they took all of his best uh, catchphrases. They shortened him up. They got down to the point. He sounds like vintage Stone Cold. Looks like him. Uh, looks and well, sounds like The really Rock, look too. like him. Except no, that mean, whole hair thing. The, the, hair. the clothing, the outfits, the, the leather cut. Um, his move set is uh, tightened up. Uh, he's literally if the Rock fuck Stone Cold, and, and had a 1998 baby. Wait, there's there's no if. It's just that they didn't have a baby. Yeah, those those two are just. I don't know who was the top or the bottom in that one. Uh, you know. Well, obviously, Rock bottom. Oh. <laughs> well played. Ah. Yes. Well played. Ah. That's very. <laughs> that's good, sir. That's very good. That's why. No, I think Rob, to go with your point about L.A. Knight, when the Royal Rumble happened and there was the Mountain Dew pitch black match, who thought 
eight months later, he would be one of the top selling merch sellers um, in WWE and one of the top for the entire year. So he took, Absolutely. you know, chicken shit and made chicken salad out of it. So bravo to him. That well was deserved. like one month of like, like, you know, blackout silence, radio silence. What are we going to do now? And then, uh, and that Max Dupree crap. I watched that and I said, Dupree, Dupree. Max Dupree. And I went, Fucking NXT, the curse of NXT. You're good in NXT. Then you get to the main roster and you're like, all right, everything that you just did, we're throwing it out the window. Yeah, but you're in cross. Bearcat. Bearcat. You have to you Bearcat. You have to give it to the fact that both Max and Maxine Dupree have gone on, and the other two officially have become free agents as of when we're recording this right now. Mansoor went into WWE main roster with like a 50-0 record. They touted it. They're like, oh, my God, this guy is unbeatable. He's going to have a 0-50 record now. Yep. Exactly. He's he's no Dabo Cato. And uh, he could could do a mean pure life commercial, though. Yeah. uh, did they mace mace in the face when they kicked him out? You've heard of Elf in the Shelf. Well, this is Mace and Mace. Get out of here. You're fired. All right, Captain America, John, tell us who is the wrestler who made Santa's nice list. I mean, I'm gonna go with the low-hanging fruit on this one. Uh, the ultimate baby face, Cody Rhodes. How can oh. you not? And I'm gonna base this off of you know, we're all the same age, we're a little experienced in life. Look at some of the bigger baby faces our whole lives. Hulk Hogan. Now, we're talking Hulk Hogan then, not Hulk Hogan the last 20 years. And then you look at Bret Hart from the time up until the time he got a big ego after he won the WWE title. It's that relationship, not just with the fans, but connecting with the kids. You make that connection with the kids. You see you know, the kids when he gives his weight belt to, and they're in tears. The parents are in tears. You now I have- He was on AEW. They threw that belt back. <laughs> I'm talking the last two years, Rob, <laughs> but yes, I mean, when you do that though, you're, you're making a lifelong fan. That is the connection that because of this moment, that now is your next generation of fan, which will you know keep the machine going for pro wrestling in general. So right there, I mean, the ultimate baby face top the nice list. At and- least, in, at least in WWE, the kids are crying and AEW Cody was crying. Yes. <laughs> And, so, and, and you know what? Look, he lost a little bit of that lisp. You know, he's working on it. You know, he, he doesn't feel like he's, he's spraying the crowd. DDP yoga works on more ways than one. Yeah. yeah so wait a minute. Well, what did da- what did Diamond Dallas Page have to do to him to get his mouth to work right? Uh, well, he gave him a diamond cutter. <laughs> Bang. Yep. There you go. Yep. Uh, nice list. I have to uh, say that for me, uh, the person who I would put on my nice list uh, is got to be Tiffany Stratton. Um, man, you just you can't go wrong with someone who uh, could have easily just kind of been an athlete, right? And you know, had no personality, no character or anything. She embraced the character. Uh, she had a, you know, a, a good title run. She got elevated with Becky. And you're seeing that 
a character like that in this day and age, which should not work, is, you know, over as fuck. And um, it's just really nice to see, uh, you know, someone who is of this class of athletes that, you know, were signed. And in this day and age, they can get over without fucking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Although, you know. I mean, Ludwig Kaiser is not complaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, I think the right. amazing, th- the amazing yeah. thing about her, Matt, is the way that she initially came in. I think a lot of us were like, what is this? And then yeah. I think, like they always say, is take your personality, turn it to 11. And it's been fantastic. I mean, her title run was great. Her interviews were great. Like, even uh, she was interviewed twice on Busted Open. And she's talking to Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer, like, who are these old slobs? Like, no clue who they are. It's great what she does. And I think come post-WrestleMania, you you will see her projected to the main roster. I would like to see her with Chelsea Green. I think that would be a better combination. Their personalities mesh a lot better. Yeah, Um, And Chelsea Green needs to do more physical work in the ring instead of just relying on Piper Niven. Mm. So that might force her to get more creative in ring. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think that's, uh, you know, um, the the difference with, uh, with her when it started, it was very you know, this is, you know, my daddy type of thing, Mm -hmm. right? It's involved. And at the same time, the Barbie movie came out. Mm -hmm. So you see a good parallel between, you know, a character uh, who is kind of that Barbie-esque character and can play off that heel, but also can be a face with it. So it's going to be interesting to see where she goes in the future. All right, Rob. We talked not a nice list. What about the naughty list? Who is a wrestler? All right. You know, I never thought that. There we go. There we go. I want to counter for this. I want to fucking have a camera counter. Uh, I am going to say. That isn't a freeze, buddy. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Go, go, no, go ahead. It's not a freeze. All right. CM Punk. Fucking A. Let's get right down to the point. How mm-hmm. in the fuck do you take a 90,000, 75,000, whatever the fuck you want to call it? Wembley Arena had good numbers. Whether you like AEW or not, whether you think Tony contemplated the numbers, it was a good outing. Mm-hmm. It was a good showing. Um, it was the most impressive all in they had. Uh, it's their WrestleMania. And somehow CM Punk made it about him when he didn't even have anything to fucking gain or lose. Uh, all he had to do was show up to work and not be a dickhead. He already has a bad reputation. Okay. The pipe bomb, while he would you would think it was well-received, was him corporate in corporate terms fucking up. You know? You're shitting on your company. You're shitting where you eat. And you basically signed your own contract the hell out of there. And you went nowhere for fucking what seven years now all you have to do is show up to work they're going to hand you a belt and you get injured oh wait you get injured following a shitty press scrum we give you chance after chance after that's a counter after chance after chance 
And then you do it again and again and again. You keep beefing with people backstage, sucker punches, complaining about the corporate structure of a place you walked into. Yep. Okay? Yep. No business person, all right? I'm a shitty salesman. I'm a comedian at night. I'm a salesman by day. Obviously, well, I ain't going to be two things you're shitty at. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be selling fucking furniture the rest of my days or timeshares. And if you work in any type of entertainment field, you're going to go in and find out what the personalities are. There was a guy who said to me, hey, I want to do uh, I want to do a Trump impersonation with you. And we can do dueling impersonations. And I told another producer and he goes, that guy's an asshole to work with. You go in knowing that you have all these personalities. And if you want to be at that level, we're not talking at a mid card level. We're talking at a, at a you are a seasoned veteran. You should know, okay, this is the fucking corporate structure going in. These guys founded the company. If I don't like it, I could go somewhere else, which he eventually did. But he didn't do it the right way. He went from 2022 to 2023 beefing and fighting everyone along the way. When he could have put that company on his back, 2023 would have been remembered for the the Mike's sessions and the spots that MJF and CM Punk had where I was going, holy shit, I'm in there with CM Punk. I don't know if this is a work or not. I don't know if this guy's doing a shoot. Great. This was great. Mike worked on both ends, and he fucks it up because of his ego dealing with people. Hey, there's some people at my job every day I don't like, and I'll tell you, hey, buddy, I don't like you. I don't agree with you, but I'll respect you because it's not worth it. I still have to put food on the table. I still have to, you know, make AJ Lee want to fuck my crippled ass, you know? <laughs> God's green earth, he's going to go to WWE, and what is he doing? His promos now are like CM Punk light. It's like ranch dressing light. PG Punk, bro. It's PG Punk. And is it bad? He said, gosh, I don't know how many times in that first uh, freaking spot on Monday Night Raw, and I went, this fucking guy's saying, gosh, gosh, over and over again, he sprinkled the word gosh. He winked at the camera. He put on a little smile. They told him, Brother, if you fuck this up, you're out. You won't be allowed it because Endeavor owns everything now. He can't go yeah. back to the combat sports arena and go, fuck you, WWE. They literally cornered him. He's yeah. not going to go to TNA. It's too small for him. There is what he's going to do. You know, CCW, MCW, GCW, uh, uh, Coke wrestling with, uh, you know, where is he going to go? You know, Power Coke? He can't go to NWA. He's not going to wrestle. He's a Pepsi guy. He's a Pepsi guy. Right. And if you could find a way to dry it up and start that, I'm sure he would. But there's nowhere for him to go, so now he has to play the game. He gave himself an upper out clause, and he's a piece of crap for it. All he had to do was be slightly better than he – slightly more edgier than he is now. He would have been fine. You're going to fight with a fucking kid? We fucking fucking what a mid oh your kid calls you shit. All right, bye. I'm CM Punk. You have to walk around with a fucking dinosaur to be famous. Absolutely. The fuck I are mean, you I talking? I think going into it as well, he knows that he does he does not have the protection of Vince now that he has right. to answer to Hunter. So he's gonna be walking on eggshells, much like I think a lot of us are walking on eggshells with how are we gonna perceive this return and how much longer until you know punk does punk. And then next thing you know, he's gone again. Well, the the difference is that he's now working for a company, not an individual. Mm-hmm. 
he worked for Vince. He worked for Tony. He works for Endeavor now. So that's the difference. Are we talking like board of investors logic where you fuck this up? They're going to look at your numbers. They're going to look at what you add versus what you subtract and just. Not even that. Um, just coming down to disciplinary action. Uh, if he does anything that tarnishes the look of the company, they will fire him. Period. Yeah. It's it's not he can't play the mind game with Tony. You know, that's all he yeah. was doing. He was just Absolutely. playing that game. That was so, so cringy. Watching Tony going, completely. Hey, hey, what's going on here? This isn't <laughs> that was Tony's friend, though. Right. His best friend. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go to you, John. Who you got on the naughty list? Okay, so honorary mention: the man who I share a birthday with, Vince McMahon. But <sighs> I'm I'm gonna go to a group of just people. wait, just because of the mustache, <laughs> the M Bison mustache. Yes, the N Boss. <laughs> what the hell was that? Now I'm gonna go with a group of people, and I'm sorry to say it's deserved. AEW oh, no. referees, all oh. of them. <laughs> and I, and I'm, we have a plethora of examples from three counts being counted when shoulders are clearly up, uh, non no count out matches where wrestlers are outside of the ring for a good two minutes plus. Oh, don't forget table shots for no reason. Exactly. Table shots for no reason. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ric Flair being involved in a tag team match, getting physical with Christian Cage. No disqualification called. Why even have referees? So I know it's a constant complaint. It is justified. And let's not forget, clearly concussed wrestlers taking unnecessary finishing moves twice before we, we get the idea that we need to count this match out. So AEW referees, you're on the naughty list. I'm going to quote Joey Swole. You need to do better. Wait a minute. I want to, I want to make a caveat, asterisk that. You never see that with Aubrey Edwards. And I'm not even making a joke. She's probably, this is why she's so over. First, it was that weird robotic three count that she would do. She looked mm -hmm. like a machine with lipstick. Um, but there is something so professional about her because she doesn't fuck around in the ring. Rick Knox, if I'm not mistaken, was the one that let fucking, uh, what was it, Kenny Omega bring in a table and do a table spot. And there was no establishment. And he's just like, oh, all right. I'm Oh, they interviewed Earl Hebner. And they're like, would you have allowed that? He goes, no, I would have disqualified the Kenny and yeah. thrown out the match immediately. As soon as I, I see my, a table. My biggest yeah. beef with Aubrey is that I see her as going into business for herself. And she Bingo. wants to make herself a focal point. And I'm going to give you a perfect example. The first, the first Dynamite of 2023 was in Seattle. I was there. Opening match. Chris Jericho against Ricky Starks. She ate up the Aubrey chance. Like you are taking focus away from what's in the ring, putting it upon yourself. You're a referee. Stay in the back. Do your job. Yeah. Agreed. A hundred percent. There you go. So you uh, have a, so you don't have an Aubrey Edwards calendar. No, not, not even. <laughs> that was a thing too. I saw one pick. Went, <laughs> Give me Nyla Rose. <laughs> Nyla. <laughs> Nyla over Aubrey. Yes. That's a, know, that's a That's such a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, who you got on your naughty list? All right. So, uh, honestly, 
I know you listen to the show. I know you watch the show. Tony Khan. <laughs> I've been the biggest proponent of AEW since day one. I am busting out my credentials. I've been to over 10 events, um, 10 pay-per-view events, uh, just in their short lifespan, uh, you know, as a company. But the fact of the matter is 2023's mismanagement and poor storytelling just shine the light on everything negative Tony Khan has been doing. Um, He needs to step aside creatively. Um, The fact is, He needs to look to people that have spent time in the business that also have a vision for the future uh, to solve those creative issues. Don't just, you know, consult these people that, oh, well, so much better 20, 30, 40 years ago without, you know, throwing a a, a bone or two to the the current generation. Um, Just honestly, Barack Obama doing a state of the union or like a campaign run. We're going to look to the future. Not 20 and 20, 30 years down the road. Talk to the people. Find out uh, what they're looking for. Completely Take bumps in the ring and not bumps on the table. This is the America <laughs> I want. Absolutely, man. Um, the, my thing is, you know, if, if you're going to, if you're going to do the, the creative team and actually have minds that will assist with the creative duties, Take guys like Sting, somebody that's retiring mm. in 2024. Have Sting on your creative team. Fuck it. Chris Jericho, Christian, even a Matt Hardy. Get them on a creative team. Give Ring of Honor creative to people that have a vested interest in the in the life of the company. Christopher Daniels, Jay Lethal, even Colt Cabana. Something. Just let them take some of the weight off of his shoulders. And, and once that happens, I genuinely think that things will get better because we're starting to see the the dilution of the AEW product, the Ring of Honor product, and it's all becoming very mediocre storyline wise, and it has been for some time. But do you realize all the quality, pillars are gone? All of the pillars, but MJF are gone in one way or the other. They're all gone. They're all off TV, and absolutely, that's. That is uh, a big problem. Uh, AEW has lost a bit of their identity. And, you know, this is something that obviously um, we'll, we'll discuss. But the fact is, AEW started off as a company that gave us fresh characters. Mm. You know, new, new people that we hadn't seen on TV that could still grasp our attention. The last few years have been the exact antithesis of that. Uh, they've they've relied way too much on bringing in outside stars that have made their name elsewhere and not focused internally. Well, so there's and, a and, lot. Right. And the other problem, too, is that we're not only talking about the signings for you the know usage the, of said signings. Well, and not only that, but I'll go a step further and say that when you bring in guys from New Japan and you want off the, the matches it doesn't do anything to grow your base. It excites your 500,000 to 700,000, yeah. but yeah. it doesn't do anything to grow because of the fact that it's like, Oh, that was great. Where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> but not even that. How are you going to tell me that Will Ospreay signing is a big deal? Will Ospreay's there every other week. He's also a listed special as part announcement of the TNA re- wrestler. He's a T he's on the TNA roster. 
as a regular. Yeah. They mention him all the time. That's something special. I'm officially here, but my contract has to run out, and then I can come full time, and then I can. I don't care, bruv. Yeah, I don't well, care. I'm all elite, bruv. Wait, wait until we see Matt Riddle versus Will Ospreay. So that'll uh, be in 2024. Don't worry. Yeah, in, no in Ring of Honor, and then in 2025, oh, CM Punk will come back and touch Matt Riddle's riddle. And then, well, and yeah, it's there, coming. There, well, if he touches it, it will be. So uh, there we go. Um, We're doing a volleyball team right here. I'm setting it up, man, and you're letting them down. That's right. And speaking of that, uh, I will say that uh, on my Nate list, uh, I have to go with uh, Jungle Jack Perry, Hollywood bad boy. I want to go through glass. uh, Real glass. I can't I can't act, but my father was a fucking great actor. Uh, I can kind of wrestle, but I, you know, I, I, you know, it's it's just it's sad and kind of ridiculous and uh, too bad. He's the devil. So, oh, God, help us all. He is. There's your reveal. And again, when you throw someone through glass you know, and the devil's watching, who the fuck else would it be? If it's anyone else, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But then again, it's AEW. So it was me. But he can't act. He can't act. He's not going to be able to carry that. What if the the devil is Tony Khan? That's also been thrown out, and Steve would turn in all of his AEW credentials. Oh, my God. You know, uh, I, I, I've said it and I mean it. As of as of the date that we're recording this, World's End has not happened. If he is the devil, I will make good on my promise and I will take a break from AEW for one month. I'm saying that Oh, no, that no, again, I won't. I'll watch right here more religiously. On... That means Tony Khan off cocaine had the strength to lift Hangman Adam Page and throw him into a Mercedes. No, 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 God no, no. bless, man. That is it. Hey, hey, oh my God, TK just choke slammed him. Fuck God, bro. bro coke, strength, coke strength, yeah. Coke strength yeah, is exactly. something else. So, yeah. Just wait though. He when he has the pe- pencil thin mustache. Oh God, the Gomez Adams. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah. He, he's going full Vince. All right, here we go. Uh, last thing we're gonna talk about, guys. Who is under? Your mistletoe. And uh, Rob, let's start with you, man. You already know who I'm going to pick. Yeah. She's been She-Hulk. She's been Storm. Uh, she could bend me into her pretzel. <laughs> I would drink her bath water. <laughs> um, she's she's already knocked out a kid. I don't care. Uh, Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. I can't wreck her. I can't. I usually you say, "Oh man, I would wreck her." Nope. No, I can't wreck her. She, she would, she she would do things to me that I wouldn't walk away from, and I'd still be happy. That, Rob, that's you, okay. you would be the you would be the submissive. Oh my god! It, it, oh, it yeah. would be. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm gonna be a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, yeah. Uh, whatever she wants to do. Whatever she wants to do. When she came out as Storm, I was like, all right. When she did this, she hug I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I just, 
I mean, I just want to like have a muscular Jade Cargill baby. I want the kid to just come out like like ripped out of its mind and and then kill me like a praying mantis. <laughs> Be like, you know, I have like three seconds of joy, and then like Jade Cargill like bites my head off to feed it to the newborn for sustenance. I don't care. It's fucking Jade Cargill. She can do no wrong. Do not put her in the fucking gold brand. She just left the gold brand because it was shit. Don't put her in the other gold brand that's shit. Put her in fucking Team Blue. Have her kick the... No, excuse me. Correction. Team Red. Have her kick the shit out of that no-talent real Rhea Ripley who is relying on her Hot Topic clothes and her fucking Aussie accent to get by. Fuck that. I want to see Jade Cargill come, green sweat, and just rip her in half, and you then I will just... explode. You'll see a white yeah. mushroom cloud over Blue Diamond. You're going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, God. He's dead. <laughs> I thought I thought you were uh, a mix of white mushroom and black mushroom. Yeah. Well, well by, when she rips Rhea Ripley in half, it's going to look like a Metalocalypse episode. There's just going to be explosions, and you're just going to see my face like flying into the sky, smiling. Uh, just do it. Just fucking do it, Triple H. You, you don't do much else right. Just do it. Listen you know, to right. the other con. All right. You Let's know, go to Nick it, Khan. It, it, Let's it, go to it, John. It, John. John, who's under your mistletoe? I mean, in five and a half weeks, Jade's going to win the Royal Rumble anyway. And then not wrestling right. WrestleMania. So yeah. there you go, Rob. Okay, so if you know me and you know how I was in high school and college and know my type, there is only one that's under my mistletoe. And I, for those of you watching on or listening on the podcast, yeah, I, I'm going to show up a t-shirt that my youngest daughter gave to me for Father's Day. Yeah, mommy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's my mommy. She's my mommy's my... going to kick the shit out of your mommy. You know, she's, you, know what? <laughs> you know, as long as mommy's always on top, Rhea Ripley, under the mistletoe. Yeah. Well, that means yeah. Don will officially be a cuck. Well, you know, it's going to have to happen. Officially. Officially. <laughs> You know, that, that's the difference, you know, with Rio Ripley, we pretty much won a 69. With Dom, he's 619s. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Steve, I thought you made a, a wrestling dad joke. I like it. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> made a wrestling dad Steve, joke. Steve, you know, Steve, I want to see I want to see the most hardcore promo ever. I want it to be like some fucking Ramsey shit from Game of Thrones. And it's just mommy and buddy Murphy. And then in the corner is Dom just crying like a bitch. And I just want to hear the sill. I just want to see the silhouette. You can't do everything. I want to like, and I just want to hear the two Aussie accents and they're grunting and, and then Dom's in the corner just crying. And then I want to see Ray Mysterio with his arm and sling going, you see you fucking put that? Look at you. Look at that. Look at that. That's a real man. And then, and then of course, Ricky the dragon shows up. All right. So Steve. <laughs> what? Steve, who's under your missile? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Live fucking Morgan. Oh, Live Morgan. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely one of the sexiest women in wrestling. And let's be real about this too. She was just arrested not long ago and had no makeup on in her mugshot. Okay. Without makeup, she was fucking beautiful. Great you know, mugshot. To, to look great with, with the assistance and the miracles of the makeup chair is one thing. But she was just completely barefaced. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what you're saying is she had almost as good a mugshot as I did. The very best mugshot that any American has ever seen. It, so so she didn't she didn't turn her mugshot into NFTs yet, like what Donnie did, but give it time, it could very I've got well happen. The very best NIFs. My NIFs are niftier than any other NIFT. It's true. I'll tell you what, if you took that mugshot, put it on a t-shirt, that would be your top selling t-shirt on WWE shop. Yep. I yeah. yeah. Oh, Which, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. Dom could leave freaking mommy because now the two of them are actual felons it'd be actual perfect. criminals right. there you go there's right. yep. there's the fucking angle and, and then add did... jimmy into the mix oh god yeah jimmy uso the three of them and then get a hardy in there and you've got your new team as long as you have Corey graves doing commentary on it i'm there for it but the problem is who's going to be the designated driver oh no no they'll have to get an uh, they'll have to get uber this uh, this segment brought to you by Uber. Yeah, no Can't shit. Can't drive? <laughs> well, you know, uh, when uh, when you think about mistletoe and you think about all the opportunities out there, uh, you got to just kind of uh, wrap your head around the fact that there are so many uh, amazing women in uh, in wrestling right now. Um, so, uh, since you all went with, uh, chicks, let's go with Duke Hudson. I would do Duke Hudson under the mistletoe, get that big old beard rubbing against the face and just, you know, slobbering all over his chase you shirt. Is it the sweater? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? In the accent. In the accent. Drew Gulak. Yeah. Oh, like uh freaking Drew Gulak with an accent. Yeah, but but he's tall, he's good looking, he's strappingly strong, you know. Not not like Drew Gulak. I was gonna say, oh, Nyla Rose has a mistletoe, but you you took it. I Is mean, it a mistletoe or another toe? Uh, it ain't a camel toe. No. So well, we don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. Is there is any receipts? <laughs> Uh, nope. We'll uh, we'll text Vicky in a little bit and find out. Different type uh, of receipt than normally in wrestling. Uh, so uh, you know that uh, that wraps it up here for uh, the Christmas time. Uh, we hope that everyone had an enjoyable Christmas. Uh, thank you for spending time with us, uh, and uh, hopefully everyone got what they wanted uh, because uh, you know. Santa can be a little uh, bitch sometimes about <laughs> things. So, uh, you know, let's hope uh, Rudolph and his red nose guided Mr. Claus to your place. And uh, Tony Khan has a red nose. He, he, he a, and he's, white you know, nose. Yeah, he's also a frosty. So uh, <laughs> i tell you that snowman. <laughs> i tell you. Tony Khan is dreaming of a white Christmas indeed. No, he's he's not dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. There's damn sure his office a is a goddamn Christmas. snow globe. Yeah, I mean Bing Bing Crosby is like right up his fucking nose. That's how fucking white his Christmas is. So okay. there you go. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, everyone, happy wrestling. And uh yeah, I guess we should do the typical out. <laughs>